0: Oh yeah! What's up, family? Well, how y'all doing out there? How y'all doing out there? Oh yeah, sir. This is the brother, the elder Aria Yahavada Yahshallah, right here for Culture Freedom Radio Network. Most definitely up in his house. Shalom, Hot Tip, Alaikum and all of those good salutations out there to you. Most definitely and indeed. Oh man, I got another great show lined up right here for you tonight. Tonight, like Betty, right? Oh yeah, I got a good clip that i'm gonna play i'm not gonna talk tonight but i got a clip that i want to play for you tonight man going in going in oh just as well as this show right here is entitled the new world order agenda is in full beast mode y'all heard what i said the new world order agenda is in full beast mode yes they is yes they is i don't know if it's proper english but i use it i use it you know what i mean i'm not a i'm not an englishman Anyway, so it don't make a difference. But yes, sir, most definitely the the New World Order elitists are in full beast mode, sisters and brothers. Yes, they are. They got so many different agendas that they got coming down the pipe. Man, they got this vaccine thing, y'all. Are y'all gonna get those vaccines? Y'all gonna get vaccinated? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But I tell y'all what, they got some fuzz. They got some boys. All the food shortages is about to come on. Man, this clip I got to play here for y'all today, right here. It's going to go into a lot of things. They're going to break it down like Jane Brown getting down on the dance floor. You know what I mean? So, hey, man, y'all stay locked right here. Uh, uh, And I hope y'all enjoy this information. And you'll take notes, though, sisters and brothers. Be aware. Keep your ears open because y'all know that Culture Freedom, we've been talking about a lot of these things for a long time, about the New World Order agendas and all of these things that we talked about that was going to happen. You know, so, hey. It's, it's, it's here baby It's here It's in full effect When you thought everything was a conspiracy When does Now here's something they said When does a conspiracy stop being a, cons- uh, a conspiracy theory And become a fact We're seeing facts right here Before our eyes And a lot of our people still Gonna be asleep to the things that's going on But right here at Culture Freedom Radio Y'all know how we do We're gonna keep you awakened. We're gonna uh, keep you awoke to what's going on we're gonna bring you this information so you can keep your eyes open and you'll know what's going down before you oh man let's get it right here man the new world order is in full beast mode right here on free freedom radio network i am your host the elder aria yahweh yasha allah up in this house up in this house
1: And now I have a video of a rabbi saying that they're going to bring about human 2.0 and human 3.0. And this is fantastic because we're going to be all one. But these are the elite groups. They all work together and um, they are preparing. And they, they had this ceremony of a white robe to welcome the Messiah, which will be the false Messiah.
2: The ruling establishment has a lot of, they they will stop at nothing to complete their toolkit of control, right? So, one of the things that has been missing from the toolkit of total control has been quarantines and curfews, right? Mm -hmm. So, now, welcome to the new world in America where to get on a bus, to go through a subway station, if you think that the procedures at the TSA are onerous, right? Guess this is coming to a bus depot near you. It's a more invasive way, and the ruling class needs this because, let me say, if the ruling class ever saw yeah. wide-scale civil unrest, You'd see an Ebola outbreak in America right away. Oh, okay, so this is, what you see is that Ebola is... Another tool in the toolbox of the ruling of class. Repression control. Yeah, to, of repression.
3: Yeah, To keep down Absolutely, repression.
2: positively, 100%. This is a tool. Right. Yeah, Ebola doesn't just magically start spreading. And then we have these doctors that come back here. The white people, of course, live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two whites who got it or survived, all the black people I get it die. And then we have this doctors that come back here, the white people of course live, mm-hmm. yeah, the two whites who got it or survived, all the black people I get it
3: die.
4: The fact that the data show us that African Americans in the United States are getting coronavirus more and are dying at a much higher rate. When you started to see these numbers come in, what did you think?
5: It was hard. Heartbreaking when the numbers started to come in
2: uh, right it's very possible that uh, these uh, ng one of one of these NGOs over there is going around uh, with a veil of uh, Ebola or spreading it from a small plane onto villages the point is is to get hundreds of thousands of people infected with it and uh, create uh, the next phase of control now one of the things I'd like to show to back up my uh, uh, My claims here. Uh, Here's a document from the uh, Rockefeller Foundation. Rockefeller Foundation, right there. You can zoom in on that where my finger is. It's called Scenarios for for the Future International Development. The Rockefeller Foundation. All right. Okay. Let's take a look at what they're saying here. This is uh, something like a 50-60 page document. I'd like you to go to uh, page 18 if you can look at this up on the internet, but I'll read it off to you. It's called lockstep, lockstep. And this is a a phrase that I used uh, right after 2001 when I saw the entire system of the United States, including the population, were in lockstep. Uh, So the Congress went along, and yes, it was Osama bin Laden, and the people waved their flag and said, I hate, 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 and everything was in lockstep. Well, in 2010, uh, they published this, Rockefeller Foundation, and here's what they're saying. They're saying that... uh, it's they call it a scenario these are scenario narratives and they speak about it in the past tense so they put out this scenario lockstep a world of tighter top-down government control and more authoritarian leadership with limited innovation and growing citizen pushback okay i'll read a, a little bit of it in 2012 the pandemic that the world had been anticipating for years nobody was anticipating a pandemic finally hit Unlike 2009's N1H, uh, H1N1. Uh, this new influenza strain uh, originating from wild geese they use wild they use some scenario but this is ebola they're yeah, talking yeah, about ahead. even the most pandemic prepared nations were quickly overwhelmed when the virus streaked around the world infecting nearly 20% of the global population and killing 8 million in just 7 months the majority of them healthy young adults the pandemic also had a deadly effect on economies you, you can see the you can see the agenda Just naked, raw, naked control agenda written down and it's anybody's guess how this becomes effectuated in real life. So whether this is written specifically as marching orders or whether people take it upon themselves in the intelligence networks to say, okay, well, this has been produced so this is the plan here. But these narratives have to be written in advance because the intelligence agencies don't know how to do this, these narratives. They need help. So these think tanks, they come up with these like Rand Corporation, Rockefeller Foundation. These are think tanks of death. They're not The think tanks, they're not there to find great ways to help people. Okay, the pandemic also had a deadly effect on economics. International mobility of both people and goods screeched to a halt which is what they want they want a completely isolated world right Debil- debilitating industries like tourism and breaking global su- supply chains Well, of course they want tourism stopped because they don't they're not in the tourism business and they want you at home in your house in front of the TV then they got you because once you watch the TV they they own your soul even locally wait a second we're on television i mean commercial television let's say uh, national, yeah. even locally, normally bustling shops and offices sat empty for months. Okay, so the, I love how they talk about it in the past tense in 2010. Right? The pandemic blanketed the planet, though disproportionate numbers in Africa died. The pandemic blanketed the planet, though disproportionate numbers in Africa died.
5: My first thought was Africa. How in the world are they going to deal with this?
2: <laughs> Southeast Asia and. Central America, where the virus spread like wildfire. It sounds and like the opening uh, monologue of a disaster movie, right? Exactly. Now, listen right. to here's the good yeah. stuff now. But even in developed countries, containment was a challenge. Now, here's this one. I love this one. The United States' initial policy of strongly discouraging in quotation marks strongly discouraging citizens from flying proved deadly in its leniency. So they're saying, oh, so they're saying that th- no, keep going. Okay. Read it this proved deadly in its leniency. So they should have been tougher, right? Accelerating the spread of the virus, not just within the United States, but across borders. However, a few countries did fare better china in particular the chinese government's quick imposition and enforcement of mandatory quarantine for all citizens as well as its instant and near hermetic sealing off of all borders saved millions of lives stopping the spread of virus far earlier than in other countries so the message is here is we have to look towards the chinese the oppressive totalitarian Totalitarian. so the message is here is we have to look towards the chinese the oppressive totalitarian. totalitarian
6: China stands accused of inhumane treatment of Africans during the coronavirus outbreak. That includes forceful testing, quarantine, and evictions. So is this just another form of racism, or is Beijing just trying to curb the pandemic? This is Inside Story. Hello and welcome to the program. I'm Rochelle Carey. They are China's key trading partners, but some African leaders have been angered over Beijing's reported discrimination against their citizens and demanded answers from the Chinese government over reports Africans are being targeted because of fears they could spread coronavirus. A recent rise in COVID-19 infections in China has been linked to people from abroad. The Chinese government is worried there could be a second wave and has stepped up its scrutiny of foreigners. African students and expatriates have reportedly been evicted from their homes, tested for coronavirus several times, and are being shunned in public. The incidents have sparked a diplomatic row with the African Union, African governments, and the United States. And Chinese ambassadors have been summoned by African officials in different countries. In a rare open critique of Beijing, the Speaker of Nigeria's House of Representatives tweeted a video of himself pressing its envoy on the reported ill treatment of Africans. He was heard saying, it's almost undiplomatic the way I'm talking, but it's because I'm upset about what's going on. The Speaker of the House asked the diplomats to explain scenes that have gone viral on social media platforms. The United States consulate in Guangzhou has advised African Americans to stop traveling to the city. In a statement, it said this, police ordered bars and restaurants not to serve clients who appeared to be of African origin. Local officials launched a round of mandatory tests for COVID-19, followed by mandatory self-quarantine for anyone with African contacts, regardless of recent travel history. African-Americans have also reported that some businesses and hotels refuse to do business with them. China says its policy towards Africa hasn't changed and denies discrimination against what it calls its African brothers. This is what the Chinese foreign ministry spokesperson had to say about accusations made by the U.S.
3: Under the current situation where the international community urgently needs to work together and fight against the epidemic, it is irresponsible and immoral for the US side to make those remarks and sow discord. We urge the US to focus on containing the epidemic at home. Its attempt to drive a wedge between China and Africa's relationship will never succeed. In response to the recent African side's concerns regarding their citizens in Guangdong province, the Guangdong authorities have already conducted an investigation and taken a series of new measures. We believe that the issue will be properly solved through the joint efforts of China and Africa.
2: Yeah, Chinese regime as an example of what we, we need to be doing here. And of course, the ruling class here loves the Chinese regime because they have the, they have demonstrated to the ruling class the most efficient form of authoritarian capitalism, which is Authoritarian capitalism. So we have capitalism, but unfortunately, we have this like.
7: I get it.
3: We we have, have This veil this of democracy. This real. is very interesting. This could continue on. Okay.
2: Uh, okay. China's government was not the only one that took extreme measures to protect its citizens from risk and exposure during the pandemic. National leaders around the world flexed their muscles, flexed their authority, and imposed airtight rules and restrictions. You can see the agenda. Okay. No, call, 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 call. okay. From the mandatory wearing of face masks to body temperature checks at the entries to communal spaces like uh, that's what's happening right trained, now. yeah, but soon it's going to be like body, you know. I, it's It'll be at the subway. Yeah, they, they, well, is that what you're saying? We'll be going through this in the
3: oh, subway, get on buses and the subway, absolutely, things positively.
2: like that. And and what what this means though is you know, you know don't think about having a you know a cigarette a joint on you know, or you know I mean basically you can't. This is a, a dragnet for everything. So, if if in order for you... Oh, to in
3: other words, just like with stop and frisk, this is ultimate
2: stop and frisk. Uh, this is uh, the this ultimate is cavity stul- stop and frisk, cavity search kind of thing. All right, so, during the pandemic, national leaders were on their own. Flex their authority. You know, they're, 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 uh, now, there's some good stuff. Listen to this. Uh, and even supermarkets, they want uh, body checks at supermarkets, okay? So, basically, what they're saying is they're building a system where Every move you make, you've got to go through them. You can't
3: get food. What happened if you go to the
2: farmer's market? Here's the good stuff now. I mean, it just keeps getting better. Even after the pandemic faded, this more authoritarian control and oversight of citizens and their activities stuck and even intensified. That's the whole point. So they're going to get did
3: th- that happen already with 9-11? Uh, of course. 9-11 was how many? 14 years sure, ago, sure. and we still have all these uh, draconian So rules they're going to
2: put the body cavity USA, searches Patriot in. USA, Patriot, and all that. Right. The- so in order to get to a supermarket, you got to have a body cavity search, and then when there's no more Ebola, evil, evil, uh, well, you know what? We kind of like this way because we have a in complete infrastructure of uh, a, con- mm-hmm. a control grid. In order pro- to protect themselves from the spread of increasingly global problems, from pandemics <coughs> and national terrorism to environmental crisis and rising poverty, leaders around the world took a firmer grip on power. Well. What the hell would rising poverty have anything to do with imposing strict uh, citizen controls with face masks? So they're very sloppy stuff here.
3: Over 1 billion people worldwide are unable to prove their identity through any recognized means. As such, they are without the protection of law and are unable to access basic services, participate as a citizen or voter, or transact in the modern economy. La
2: mayoría de esos afectados son niños y adolescentes. Muchos de ellos son refugiados, desplazados forzosos o personas sin país.
6: For some, including refugees, the stateless and other marginalized groups, reliance on national identification systems isn't possible.
5: This may be due to exclusion, inaccessibility
8: or risk, or because the credentials they do hold are not broadly
5: recognized.
3: While we support efforts to expand access to national identity programs, we believe it is
7: imperative to complement such efforts by providing alternatives to individuals lacking safe and reliable access to state-based systems. We
8: have noticed that uh, in Africa specifically, uh, these issues are very uh, common and very difficult to address. There are many vested interests, including from private sector companies, to develop solutions that are proprietary meaning uh, they are locking a country into um, a solution, a technological um, software or uh, a biometric solution, uh, that is uh, then very difficult to scale or change should um, you know the results of those deployments uh, be unsatisfactory. Uh, a huge problem uh,
7: at the, the global level.
2: At first, the notion of a more controlled world gained wide acceptance and approval. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nobody likes this stuff. Can, They're just on, saying it. City, on. No, we'll I have to. I have yeah, to. have yeah, yeah, to provide. No, no, analysis. Oh, no, we no, 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 only have five minutes left. So that's. Oh my fine. God! Okay. Citizens willingly gave up some of their sovereignty and their privacy to more paternalistic states in exchange for greater safety and stability. I mean, that's just a, a that's just a complete naked contradiction to the famous saying that if you think you're going to give up a little bit of uh, security, I mean, if you want, if you're going to give up your freedom for security, you're going to get neither. That's the long. Standing thing. And here what they're doing is they're not even ashamed or embarrassed to absolutely say the exact opposite. They're saying, yes, we all want to give up our, our privacy and sovereignty for more stability and security and stability. So you don't get that. When you give it up like that, you get the shaft. That can you show us the t- the cover again of I'll what you the were cover just reading? one more time, and then I have this two is more what documents, right? Two this is more, more documents we were
3: reading here, and just zoom in a little bit so folks can see it. He'll zoom in. Don't worry. You can relax. I'll and leave. scenarios for the future of technology and international development.
2: Okay. now I have two more documents. Keep it zoomed. We have the National Security Memorandum of December tenth, nineteen seventy four. This is Henry Hold Kissinger's down. brainchild. The National Security Memorandum number. 200. You can look that up on your internet. I'll summarize it. He says that there's too many people, we got to get rid of the population. So if, to answer your question... Oh, earlier. Yeah, yeah, he says, he used the word depopulation.
7: Africa's rapidly growing human population is predicted to more than double by 2050, a staggering increase of three and a half million more people per month. Urbanization, infrastructure, development, cultivation, all good things in themselves. But it will have a terrible impact unless we begin to plan and to take measures now.
2: Which is different. Depopulation means killing people that already exist and it's to get the minerals because we need the minerals. And, which is different. Depopulation means killing people that already exist and it's to get the minerals because we need the minerals.
5: I am Malens, and I come from the richest country in the world. It is located in the richest continent in the world, in the west of the richest continent. My country is called Sierra Leone. On the surface, we are blessed with infinite beauty and abundance of flora and fauna. Producing the most exquisite harvest of coffee, cocoa, fruits, vegetables and caoutchouc. You name it, we've got it. We also have diverse wildlife and ma- vast marine resources. And waterfalls and rivers that run into the most beautiful beaches. The land is golden, literally, a true paradise. Of course, the West needs Africa's resources most desperately to power airplanes cell phones, computers, and engines. And the golden diamonds, of course. A status symbol to determine their powers by decor and to give value to their currencies. One thing that keeps me puzzled, despite having studied finance and economics at the world's best universities, the following question remains unanswered. Why is it that 5,000 units of our currency is worth one unit of your currency, where we are the ones with the actual gold reserves? It's quite evident that the aid is in fact not coming from the West to Africa, but from Africa to the Western world. The Western world depends on Africa in every possible way, since alternative resources are scarce out here. So how does the West ensure that the free aid keeps coming? By systematically destabilizing the wealthiest African nations and their systems. And all that backed by huge PR campaigns. Leaving the entire world under the impression that Africa is poor and dying and merely surviving on the mercy of the West. Well done, Oxfam, UNICEF. Red Cross, Life Aid, and all the other organizations that continuously run multi million dollar advertisement campaigns depicting charity porn to sustain that image of Africa globally. Ad campaigns paid for by innocent people under the impression to help with their donations. While one hand gives under the flashing lights of cameras, the other takes in the shadows. We all know the dollar is worthless, while the euro is merely charged with German intellect and technology, and maybe some Italian pasta. How can one expect donations from nations that have so little? It's super sweet of you to come with your colored paper in exchange for our golden diamonds. But instead, you should come empty-handed, filled with integrity and honor. We want to share with you our wealth, and invite you to share with us. The perception is that a healthy and striving Africa would not disperse its resources as freely and cheaply, which is logical. Of course, it would instead sell its resources at world market prices, which in turn would destabilize and weaken Western economies.
2: Question. Oh, was earlier. Yeah. yeah, he says he used the word depopulation, which is different. Depopulation means killing people that already exist, and it's to get the minerals because we need the minerals. And here's another one: the CDC has a patent on Ebola. They patented it. now yeah? right. So basically, if you want to get a cure for your Ebola, uh, you got to go. It says right it
3: right up here, right? It says human Ebola virus species and compositions and methods thereof. And it's a patent.
2: It's a patent. Uh, they have patented the main strain plus something like 17 other strains of it. So they own it now, and I don't know how exactly you can own that, but apparently they've they've done the same thing. Yeah, I didn't think you could own a natural. Yeah, recon. you can. They've. Uh, I guess the main thing to to, to to finish off this show is this, that um, uh, that um, they want to get more control, more curf, and it's and it's going to be curfews and quarantine. So what I'm saying is that unless the American people. Start to get some new um, way to uh, revolt, to, uh, a new way to organize, new way to protest. New, uh, in, unless they, we can break through the uh, ap- apathy, because that's what we have here. Uh, then it's going to be a slave state here. The ruling class doesn't seem to have too much resistance. They're getting everything on their Christmas sh- uh, shopping list, and they've been wanting quarantines and curfews for a long time. Now they got it, and and if you want to live in a world where you're tricked into all this stuff because it's for your safety right and if you want to have a probe and make sure you gotta check your pockets make sure you don't have anything incriminating on you before you go out and and when you step out of your house you want some police there to monitor and see what you're doing if that's the world you want to live in be apathetic don't do anything you're gonna get that world very soon it's coming your way definitely Mm -hmm. so what should
3: people do what's the hope you have 30 seconds to
2: wake up, learn about it, and go fight these bastards in Washington. They're easy to beat. If we can just organize, we can beat them. It's simple. They're weak, and there's so few of them.
8: Um, Actually, I started out as a volunteer to work for FEMA, and then I worked my way up, and then after 9-11, the events of 9-11 I homeland security was formed and so i had a minor role in homeland security um, but fema and homeland security worked together so my specialty was plans but you kind of do a little bit of everything um it's kind of like being a mother you do everything you know you wear many different hats so i've done everything from exercises to incident command of course, I was involved in Y2K, 9-11, um, Hurricane Katrina, earthquakes, um, every type of disaster that there was and planning for future disasters, including pandemics of what we see right
1: now. You know, as the almost whole planet is on a lockdown right now, and people, some people think that we're gonna go still back to normal, its country's gonna reopen as President Trump keeps promising. Every day, and people listen to it. They listen to a lot of pastors who are telling them that good things are about to happen. But then there is this other part, you know, of the, uh, the other side of, of the people that are saying, no, the New World Order took over completely, and we are not going back to normal. So, my question is to you Will we ever go back to normal as we were in December? 2019
8: or January 2020? No, we'll never go back to normal. The purpose of COVID 19, real or perceived, no matter what side of the fence you're on, um, it was is being used to inject global governance, a one world order. Um, if you believe in the B system or if you just believe in the new world order, um, that has been injected into the world. That's why the world had to come to an abrupt stop um, and inject because they are getting every piece and fabric of society, every, like, from shipping to healthcare to our families, how we interact on a relational level. As you know, most churches and um, faith or you know, faith institutions have been hit really hard. You cannot assemble any longer except virtually. So we are using the sad thing is we are using the very mechanism that is controlling us with to a greater degree every day to even have some semblance of meeting together like you and I are having this conversation right now. It would be so much nicer to do it in person.
7: Yes, um, I have one of the the president's advisors is a, a, an individual I speak with on a regular basis. Well, I say often and on, and a lot of people were shocked when I revealed that he had told me, uh, and this has been a little over a week ago now, uh, that the president was no longer in power, that he had been removed from power. And that, uh, uh, that, of course, there was a body that had replaced him. And he said that, oddly enough, Rothschilds, Rockefellers, Henry Kissinger, as he said, would have the joystick to the fighter pilot playing, uh, controlling all of this. So it almost seemed outlandish to a lot of people that I said this. and uh, But he also confirmed what you're saying. Um, and he said this kind of started earlier than they were planning, uh, but it... The Pandora box is already opened, and as he stated to me as well, it will never be the same again. And he said, we'll start with a global reset, and then it'll just kind of have a domino effect uh, of the events, and they're using it also for targeted disarming. Uh, He said they want to do it in a way to where the public doesn't know they're trying to disarm them, allow the events to be created, and then go forward. So just a thought to throw in there.
1: No, that's right. You know, you're like a second sort of second witness that affirmed that. And with that, you know, when we talked together, you said something happened March 13th, 2020. Can you tell people what happened on that day?
8: So first off, when I, uh, I, about the second or third week in January, I went. I have my my sources that I go to regularly, and you know there's the annual conferences, and usually it's you know you look and you see there's a few things that change, but pretty much our life goes on as normal. But I went to the World Economic Forum that people can go to. It's in Davos. You can look it up in your favorite search engine. And what I saw horrified me because me especially um, dealing in plans, I saw that all the layers of plans that I was involved in coming to fruition and they were being animated, they were coming to life. And it was, uh, they, had, they have graphics there that are very easy to follow. You can see the tentacles um, going out and how one thing interacts with another thing. And like you said, like the dominoes. So in that pile of material, I went through it because I did a show on, there's 18 different platforms. And if you, and I, the Lord kept saying 18, 18, but I didn't have time to research it. And then all of a sudden it came to me. I was walking my little dog and it was 18, six, six, six. You know, and there's 18 platforms, and at the top it says COVID. That that they're object 18 objectives that they're going to change the world, and so buried in there is this um, was this information that about novel geometries, and so mm-hmm. I had some sources, and I asked what is novel geometry, and it has to do with pi. So on. March 13th was International Pi Day, and they were doing, that is the day that President Trump went before the American people during his briefing, and he brought out like 13, 12, 13, I didn't count them, uh, CEOs and said, okay, Walmart's gonna do this, Costco's gonna do this, and you know, it was this, oh, they're supporting this endeavor, we're coming together as a public-private partnership. That is code for global fascism. Trump, uh, Vice President Pence, the World Health Organization lady, and uh, Dr. Fauci all use the words for the health, safety, And I can't remember if it's welfare or well-being. That is a code. Um, And basically, it is called an emergency clause. Uh, People that know about this code are politicians, lobbyists, government officials, and the military. And basically, when you use that code, it suspends the Constitution of the United States and all of them said it on multiple different occasions. Yes. so there's a three uh, point plan that we will all, every man, woman, and child will have to comply with, um, not only in America, but around the world. And that is every person will have to be tested for COVID. And actually what it is, is a big DNA harvesting they want all of our DNA in the big supercomputers, the quantum computers. And they do run those um, our DNA through the FBI crime lab. And also there's a crime database. I can't remember it. It's pretty close to the COVID initials, but I can't remember it right off the top of my head. And then um, also uh, pre-crime. I show eight Howard Marks in the district, sorting by race and age. Under license registration. I show eight Howard Marks in the district, sorting by race and age. Under license registration.
7: Positive for Howard Marks. Mr. Marks, my mandate of the District of Columbia Pre-Crime Division. I'm placing you under arrest for the future murder of Sarah Marks and Donald Dubin. It was take place today, April 22nd, at 0800 hours, four minutes. No, I didn't do anything. Sarah! Give the man his hand. Oh, God. Don't put that halo on me! Sarah! Put your hand on your head. Help me! No,
4: God. I
6: wasn't yeah. going to Officer Scott, we we'll the Pre Crime Trauma Response Unit. I we'll want you to sit here a minute and listen to me. Your husband is being arrested by officers from Pre
8: Crime. Oh, God, Howard, not. Uh, And then um, also uh, pre-crime. And then I saw like a week or maybe 10 days ago, some articles that said, well, since we have the blood anyway, we're searching ancestries. So we're going into your blood work and we are extracting all the information about your whole family tree and putting it in these big giant supercomputers. Um, you know, for the good, per- benevolent purposes of, let's say, um, non-communicable disease. Like, do you have, uh, does your family have an incidence for a heart attack or obesity or, or diabetes? And then they'll have the cure. So that's number one. This is like
2: the
1: history right here.
2: Yeah, it's amazing. We got our best crew member on the job.
1: Aye, aye, Captain. It's in the blood.
3: <laughs> I'm Farooq Tahir.
4: You guys ready
7: to take a cross-country trip? Ready. Let's so do very... it.
3: <laughs> family unites us. We're showing our history right now. We? and we've created new history together. Family helps us heal, and can even be surprising.
4: I am so proud that my family were able to change
8: history. Number two, it are the vaccinations, and there are 48 different vaccinations being developed right now and they are comprised of three fundamental um, things that every christian should know about because they are not going to be telling you this when you get the vaccination they come from aborted babies so that's number one it's fetal tissue fetal stem cells the second part is humanized mice what is a humanized mouse a humanized mouse has human blood, human organs, a human immune system, but it, it's like a human in a mouse suit. And so they're going to take that. That's the second component of these vaccinations. The third is just about as alarming. They take human proteins and they inject into plants human DNA and human proteins into the plant's vascular system. So they're gonna take this wicked abomination, a conglomeration of fetal aborted babies, humanized mice, um, and also these humanized plants, and they say it's going to protect you against coronavirus. You know, we don't even know coronavirus, <laughs> this novel one has many faces that's very unlikely. It's just a ruse to get you to take the vaccination. But the worst is the third one, and that is the DARPA hydrogel sensor. The DARPA hydrogel sensor is, uh, they've been working on that for 10 years, and basically it's nanopart- particles, and it's in a gelatin form, and they put it into your skin with, They inject it, um, so it's injected into you. It's because of the nanoparticles, what it does once it gets inside of you is it starts to assemble and it starts to grow. And so it's growing wherever it's injected and then it becomes, it fuses to your own tissue. It fuses to your ligaments, your bones, your cells. And so in the past, microchips, let's say two years down the road, you decided you didn't want the microchip, you could easy take it out. Somebody dug it out and away they went. But with this, it becomes one with you and it grows inside of you. And the worst part, the most alarming part of the DARPA hydrogel um, situation, uh, sensor, is that it, you become... One with artificial intelligence. You become one with the internet of things. You become your own computer or device interface. So you are one with the hive, the system, whatever you want to say. And the, and the thing, so it will be sold that every man, woman and child will have to have this sensor because it will alert public health officials that you're sick before you even know you're sick. Before you have that headache, before you have that sore throat, the public health officials will know right away that you're sick. But it will also be surveillancing, you know, are you eating right, are you exercising right, what supplements are you taking, Um, is your water, what what chemicals are in your water, Um, are you taking your medications correctly, are you not taking your medications, Um, and the list goes on and on for total surveillance. And I don't know about you, but I have a lot of problems with my computer and I don't want to even go and become one with my computer because it would never work. So those are the three requirements that they are going to offer us to get us back to normal. Of course, that's just the incentive carrot to promise us that we are going to go back to normal. It is a lie, but most people will buy in.
7: I would like to get, is- Celeste, your thoughts on this. Uh, our Israeli intelligence sources, uh, have we been discussing back and forth um, something very similar to what you're talking about. And as it was shared with me, it's kind of like... Uh, d-wave on steroids where they the israelis have been working uh with the technology to merge ai with human it's kind of like uh d-wave on steroids where they the israelis have been working uh with the technology to merge ai with human
6: now open the port cover pull to break the seal Good. Now remove the shock damping assembly.
8: You can now access the CPU. Do you see it? Yes. Hold the CPU by its base tab. Call.
4: Today I'm specifically going to talk about the sort of that side of the of the of the page where I'm talking about merging brains with technology. I think there's a huge opportunity to upgrade our brains using technology like the things I've talked about neuroplasticity and other types of interventions and I'm happy to talk about those. But today I really want to talk about this sort of enhanced human cognition through this merger. We have a concept at the Platypus Institute called Human 2.0. Um, and when we, we talk about Human 2.0, what we mean is right, this really broad picture of all the fantastic things that we can do to ourselves to, uh, to really kind of upgrade our experience. Right?
3: In the beginning was a horse.
4: There are horses made of gold dust and an elephant performing tricks. But there are no live animals here. The long standing German circus Roncalli is introducing a new era by using holograms. Circus director Bernhard Powell says it's a sign of the times.
3: Through the years, we have seen technology grow at an astronomical rate. Fictional ideals of the past are now a reality today. There are now robots, satellites that can zoom in on your license plate, drones, smartphones, computers and other devices. Years ago, you could only communicate over large distances using a phone or radio, which would only allow you to hear a person. But now, you can see them and talk with them using a simple mobile device. What is next on their agenda? Androids and artificial intelligence. Artificial body parts
4: Artificial intelligence. Now most of us, when we think of artificial intelligence, we think of some form of entertainment. Uh, We think of something fun, a video game, or some application that uses artificial intelligence. It's been presented to the public in that way because there is actually something behind the scenes that most people aren't aware of. When it's presented to us as entertainment, as something that is usable for us, that kind of softens the blow of what their real agenda is. Um, their real agenda is actually shown to us very clear. Very clear. As a matter of fact, when you look at the movie industry, they've given us bits and pieces of information that relates to artificial intelligence. And those bits and pieces of information, again, are presented to us as some, uh, some form of entertainment. And so... When the real agenda finally unfolds, we are kind of dumbfounded because it was there. They can use the whole idea of, well, we told you, we showed you. It was in the movies. It was in the music. Um, I would even say that the automated systems or phone systems are some form of artificial intelligence as well. And so since we are surrounded by it, uh, most people when they actually pull the curtain off of their real agenda are going to be like, well, it was to be expected, but they don't understand that there is uh, something that artificial intelligence is going to do that's going to interrupt their whole flow of life.
0: Gordy Rose is a founder and CTO of D-Wave.
7: He is known as the leading advocate for quantum computing and physics-based processor design. The D-Wave computer is a quantum computer that sends information into another dimension in order to receive information back with greater power. The D-Wave quantum computer is supposed to be smarter, faster, and more intelligent than anyone or anything in this dimension. And it is being fed this information from demons from the spirit realm.
4: We should be very
5: careful about artificial intelligence. Um, if I were to guess at what our biggest existential threat is, it's probably that. I
2: mean, with artificial intelligence, we are summoning the demon. You know, you know all those stories where there's the guy with the pentagram and the holy water, and he's like, yeah, you sure, he can control the demon.
8: It not work out.
3: (laughs) Yeah? So what does this have to do with aliens? So uh, Sam Harris, who I quite admire, is a very interesting guy, um, was reciting this parable at a TED Talk that he was giving. And it goes something like this. So I am, say I'm the President of the United States. So I received this message from the heavens. And what it says is, in 50 years or 13 years, we're coming to your planet. You got to be ready. Now, just imagine what would happen if, it, if that happened. A super intelligent alien race beamed down a message to all of us earthlings saying, we're coming July 13th. 2030, and boy, you better be ready because the mothership is landing right on the front lawn of the White House or wherever you wanted to land on that day. AI is just like that. So when this thing that I'm talking about happens, it's going to be exactly the thing that you're thinking about, about those super intelligent AIs. So the one thing I can tell you is they're not going to be like us. So alien means, you know, different. These things that we're building are not going to be people. They might be really smart, they might be really good at all sorts of different things, but they're not going to be like us, they're going to be aliens. And they're going to be, I'm sorry to say, way smarter than every single person in this room, in ways that we can't even comprehend. Yes, there are these massively intelligent entities out there, but they're not good, they're not evil. They just don't give a shit about you, even in the slightest. The same way that you don't care about an ant is the same way they're not going to care about you. And these things that we're summoning into the world now are not demons, they're not evil, but they're more like the Lovecraftian great old ones. There are entities that are not necessarily going to be aligned with what we want. So this transition is really, really Massively important for our entire species to navigate. And going back to that thing that Sam Harris was saying, nobody is paying attention. This thing is happening in the background while people bicker about politics and what what's going to be in the health care plan in the U.S. And underneath it all is this rising tsunami that if we're not careful is going to wipe us all out.
7: We're entering an era in which our enemies can make it look like anyone is saying anything at any point in time, even if they would never say those things. So, uh, for instance, they could have me say things like, uh, I don't know, Killmonger was right, or uh, Ben Carson is in the sunken place, or how about this, simply, President Trump is a total and complete, you see, I would never say these things, at least not in a public address, but. Someone else would. Someone like Jordan Peele. This is a dangerous time. And uh, he said, in fact, the company is not even listed on a stock exchange or anything. It's such a private company using even nanotechnology, etc. But he said they are actually, they have acquired Nephilim DNA to be included in this and to merge it, and they're looking specifically for certain bloodlines to where this would cross over. He said several people have died in the process of trying to merge these two together, and he asked uh, at one point, how are we getting Nephilim DNA? And of course uh, one of the Israeli uh, executives said to him, we are Israel. We have access to anything in the world we want. Uh, So But do you have any knowledge of any of that type of uh, DNA being moved around or or being used? And, of course, I do know they wanted everybody in a DNA database because they wanted to profile you, whether or not you're susceptible to a crime, uh, you know, whereas if you are in your DNA, they would send you off to a camp for for re-education even before you commit the crime, that type of thing. Time frame? 13 minutes
2: investigator from the feds here yeah i don't need some twink from the fed poking around right now john i wrote it down on your calendar i left you
7: a message at your house check in with the papers ahead
0: of it forward and see if the neighbors knew where they went check all relations Check your neighbors and relations
7: but john Fletch, just get him some coffee tell him some stories how i save your ass every day and you can't live without me i got
0: coffee thank you danny Whitward. twink from the fed whoops sorry danny i'm gonna have to give you the full torso right. time. the Marx has moved a couple of weeks ago nobody knows where still searching for family and employer time horizon 12 minutes and what he's doing
8: now, we call scrubbing the image, looking for clues as to where the murder is going to happen. Original running
0: bond brick pattern,
2: streamlined early Georgian details. Brick has been repointed.
5: And that this nation, and this nation, under God, under God, shall, shall, under not, perish from shall not perish from the earth.
0: Victims are pronounced here, killers here. Beyond that, the date of the crime, all we have to run on are the images that they produce.
7: Your thoughts.
8: So basically, that's what one of my special reports is on today.
1: Yeah. Um, it's
8: probably too long for the this show. Is um, talking about an alien invasion from the Nephilim and how they are doing it, and that it, this is a multi-dimensional warfare. Um, it is happening in the physical, but it's also happening in the spiritual realms, um, and but we can see it manifesting. Um, I took my my demo (laughs) I took it into the other room um, for my show so I did just uh, talk about that breaking into our reality and what was happening and we are and be alert all of you that are listening today be alert about your situational awareness pay attention to things because there is this massive invasion going on right now. Mm -hmm. Part of that is the COVID-19 or whatever you want to call it. Um, When the, um, the first week that it broke in China, I grabbed the doctor's reports and then I translated them myself. And so I'm reading along and all of a sudden it talks about this plant destroyer virus. This umicide, this water mold, and I like go, oh, like, I'm reading this doctor's report, What not it? What? Why? You know? And so then I skipped over it and I went down to, you know, look at the patient's reactions, how the doctors were treating it that very first week. Of course, the, all that's sealed up now. Um, you can't get any information like that any longer. And, but three days later, the Holy Spirit said to me, you need to revisit that and so i have all these plants dying these are established trees and they're dying and i just so i i watch and i pay attention not only to the physical realm but i realize it's mirrored and that in the heavens you know and so i listen to what the holy spirit says and i dig deep into into the word of god and um it it has to So this umicide, this plant destroyer, was in the blood of the the coronavirus patients. And I believe that, and it was also being experimented at, with the same lab in Wuhan. So I believe actually that the plant destroyer virus was released first, and that this was like this advanced guard um, that would take out our food supply and creating the famine, that we will see a biblical-type famine. Um, there's other factors in that, but that's enough for today on that. Um, but that it would weaken, it gets into the people's blood, and that it weakens them, and then they're unable to fight back or resist spiritual entities, physical entities, and so that's what I went into in today's program. I kind of broke it down.
1: Can we talk so about I believe Before- that,
8: that your intelligence was accurate?
7: Okay. Can we? There's can more can- that. there's oh. more to, that could be said to that? Um, okay. I, I will say this: that when the uh, hang on, it's a little problem with it. Hang on. But one of the things that uh, also that uh, when I was told that there were six, six men that were running the nation now, that they were all hybrids. Uh, they are part alien, part human. And that uh, and of course, I've been told that if I ever spoke about the things that has been shared with me from the Pentagon, uh, no one would ever believe it. But, and this is can be confirmed from both Israeli sources and uh, other sources that I have, that uh, yes, we are going to see an alien presence in the near future. And even as I look at the seven seals, uh I've never spoken the seven seals till recently. All the years I've ever spoke, I've never have. But it's almost like the given the crown is like the corona, you know, the Greek word for the I no, guess it's no, Latin, so he, Latin for, Latin for crown. For crown. <laughs> Thing to show you how these people are evil. All right. The new twenty pound note, yeah. That is a five G tower. Can you see the hologram? Can you see the the rings going around the 5G tower? That is the radiation that it will give off. And lo and behold, above it is the sign for coronavirus. Can you see it? Right in front of everybody's face. Yeah,
0: there you go. Evil. Look at the hologram. Look at the rays going around it. The colours of the thing. That is the radiation off of a 5G tower.
7: And above it is a symbol for coronavirus. There you go. The devil is real. Thank you. Oh, no, you know, the Greek word for the, I no, guess, no, so Latin, Latin for, for crown, crown. Yeah. kind of begins it all. But as you go through the seals then finally, when uh, we get, I think it's to the fifth, fourth or fifth seal, we see these uh, chaotic things that happen in the heavens. And then it speaks about how that they, and it's almost speaking of the demons, that even the animals and stuff, and it reminded me of, when Jesus uh, prayed for the maniac of Gadarea, but the demons wanted to go out of the man and go into the swine. And I believe that they'll literally inhabit the animals to come against the people as well. Just to conjecture is my thought. can't say that's exactly right. But um, I know they are talking about a lot of really crazy things happening in the atmosphere and the climate and all kinds of things as well, at the same time while all this is going on. So. yes
1: like bill gates has interest in weather manipulation yeah. technology i was just reading where everywhere he's got invested interests and weather manipulation technology is also one of his things and then food modification now when we spoke together what scared me the most you know is that when you spoke about that they want to feed us worms and they um, warm protein and that they are creating this artificial um hunger or starvation and now i'm reading reports that they're stopping food production like farmers are to throw out milk and and even onions that one farmer came has he said that they couldn't donate them nothing that they had to just let them rot so they're stopping these food production and changing things around and people still you know they can go to supermarket and yet it's not being restocked as we were used to in america but as long as they can still have something, they will hold on to it, and you know think it's gonna get better. What do you have to say on that starvation for us and that their plan to feed us with the warm protein and all of that that you told me? So basically,
8: what you're going to be allowed is 1.2 ounces of laboratory generated protein or insect and you will be allowed 30 it's i can't remember if it's 35 or 36 grams of a carbohydrate that includes no sweetener that's like 3 quarters of like of a energy bar or a granola bar every 21
7: days but how can that you live on that how like can
1: how be allowed
7: till she finishes
1: I'm sorry how can he, human being live on this what what are they thinking
8: They, it's time for the big depopulation so they can't live on that and so the depopulation people will get um, ill you know they're going to get sick they, their health will fail and they're going to die and, or they're going to get diseases that they would typically be able to fight off but because they're malnutrition, they will not be able to And I've heard these crazy stories. So where are they going to get some of these proteins, the lab generated one? So one of them is protein from volcanoes.
6: Hmm. And then
8: another one is pro that I just saw like three days ago, protein from air, protein from air. Now, does that surprise you? Because the prince of the power of the air is in control for a short season. So does that surprise you? It doesn't surprise me. So really, it's not really protein, it's air, but they're going to sell it. And I can give you an example. So the West Coast is kind of, you know, West Coast. Anyway, they, they like to make a buck. And so they joined up, they did this collaborative between California, Oregon, Washington, British Columbia. I'm not sure if Idaho's in it or not. And in the very beginning, I watched the different, I went to that website and watched them do their, you know, different things. They actually sold a quart jar, a quart jar, like a canning quart jar of Washington Air for $950 to Beijing. And I go, oh, this is not a good sign, (laughs) because that means that someday they're going to be charging us like nine hundred and fifty dollars for a a jar of air.
0: Important one.
4: How can I possibly make even more money?
6: Uh, uh, We can tell you, sir. We can tell you.
0: Check out this commercial. Huh? Well, here goes another lame Saturday. Dude, I don't think so. (laughs) Huh?
2: Hey!
8: Yeah! Yeah! Right here!
4: Man. Oh, yeah! Yeah! hair oh, Purified Air. Freshness to go. Please breathe responsibly. Huh?
8: Oh,
5: my goodness. Love it. <laughs> yeah.
8: You gotta be kidding me. You really think people
2: are stupid enough to buy this? Our oh. research shows that if you put something in a plastic
4: bottle, people will buy it. Exactly. And, and what's more, when we build a new factory to make the plastic bottles, the air quality's just going to get worse. Which will make people want our air even more and drive sales. Where? Through the roof! So in other
2: words, the more smog in the sky, <laughs> the more people will
8: buy. Oh. And... Um, we are like they charge in some places. If rain falls on your roof, you get charged for that. Um, the things that God pr- provides for us free, we can't take for granted anymore because pretty soon we're going to be charging, even be charged, even for the air that we breathe.
1: So it's basically artificially induced starvation, which is also in the Bible, you know, this uh, horse that horses of Le- revelation and. The ones with the scales and starvation and death follows and all of that. So I guess we are in in these times and tribulation. Well, how? What What is the plan for the children? And and because we talked about children and that's what worries me the most. So um, as.
8: Most of us are aware there's been quite the emphasis since the 1960s on abortion. And then of recent, the last few years, there's been post birth termination of children um, where you can terminate your child three months, six months after birth, longer. The first time I saw this was maybe 20 years ago. The first case that I ever saw was in France and it was a, of about a disabled boy, and he was like about 12 or 13, and he sued his mother for being born. And I go, oh boy, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that supposedly children have the right not to be born, and if you have followed that Greta Thunberg, we've stolen her childhood because of climate change. So now you know a parent can let's say this we could actually put greta thurnberg down i'm talking hypothetically um, because it is better for her to be put down like a dog rather than to suffer and so there are two different types of un approved stamping out is what they call it there is a manual for it And one of those is by gassing and you saw the gas, massive gassing operations in China for this novel coronavirus. It very may well come to the United States. Seven million drones were deployed in December over the United States, and they're going to be doing something. I'm not sure what. The other UN approved, um, Eradication method is decapitation, Mm -hmm. and that is decapitation is considered a humane option. So rather than let people starve or suffer, um, they will be um, Mm -hmm. and they will, the people in charge will think that they're doing a good thing uh, because then we won't
7: be suffering. Okay, so well, we know for we know that (coughs) the U.S. government ordered under the obama administration um that it was not legal for them to order guillotines per se uh, but we were able to find out that they ordered everything separately they ordered a half million guillotine blades uh, and then through mexico they farmed out all the other parts uh, so that they could construct the guillotines and get around the constitution of the united states Mm -hmm. so I, i don't know if there's like so many blades per guillotine, because one gets dull or not, but it's a lot more guillotines than what I had anticipated were actually ordered.
1: So, Celeste, so there's
8: actually, uh, so actually the military is, um, has been, investigating guillotines for a long time. I have documents almost 20 years old talking about how to build a better guillotine, uh, the war for the guillotine, you know, you name it. Uh, they just had a real fascination with the, and this was military, it was all branches of the military, um, and I have those documents. Also in NIH, if you go into the National Institute of Health, um, they are decapitating mice and i've done several articles on this uh, you know how long do you stay conscious how humane is it and all this so really uh decapitation is been carried out in the united states whether it's legal or not um it doesn't matter but they've been doing it just so you know
1: hmm. well i okay for for the people um how much, because you were 20 years with FEMA, and saw the plan, plans and documents, so now that we entered this lockdown, and things are going to get worse as I'm hearing from you, um, how much time people have, and what kind of advice would you give to them, and what can they do?
7: we've always known that the mark of the beast carries you can't buy or sell saving you take this mark i said and they're already telling us even my own sources that are right there in the white house globally economy reset no more cash you can't participate unless you're vaccinated so you can't buy or sell now we have the information that you're sharing as well that they have mixed human dna with animal Uh, they're wanting to inject that in you you're getting a beast System placed in you, and then of course we have, you know, I come from a Jewish background as well. Both parents were Jews, and uh, and yet at the same time, we know from all the, the 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 research. I mean, we have Talmud, all these, all the books and everything. But the AI serpent is there. The serpent isn't an AI, and there are many of these. Um, uh, Kabbalistic rabbis that believe that this is why they have to merge the AI technology with humanity because to them, the serpent is holy, like David Bax, uh, who also yeah. writes about this, the Holy serpent
1: right and, and, and Kabbalah, like that is the holy serpent, and he was in a garden of Eden with Adam and he was his helper.
7: yeah, he really was the good guy, not the yeah. bad guy.
1: and and he's coming back and he was he was an AI and that's in Jewish books of Kabbalists who put out books like Zohar, etc ten years ago. Speaking, that's gonna be grand and perfect. And now I have a video of a rabbi saying that they're gonna bring about human 2.0 and human 3.0. And this is fantastic because we're gonna be all one.
3: You ready? <laughs> it's Detective Alex Murphy, and officer down.
0: We are on the eve of a technological revolution. We need to give Americans a figure they can rally behind. Give you mom a kiss. Hi, baby. Too slow, boy.
7: We're going to put a man inside a machine. He suffered fourth-degree burns over 80% of his body. If... He survives. He'll be paralyzed from the waist down, confined to a wheelchair.
5: You say you can save him, but what does that mean? What kind of life will he have? What kind of suit is this? It's not a
0: suit. It's you. What the hell did you do to me? Make him more tactical. Make him look... Uh, let's go with Black.
3: When the machine fights, the system releases signals into Alex's brain, making him think he's in control. But he's not. It's the illusion of
0: free will. I've selected 13 targets, all wanted for murder. Uh, This is the future of American justice.
1: But these are the elite groups. They all work together and um, they are preparing and they, they had this ceremony of a white robe to welcome the messiah, which will be the false messiah. So This is all coming together.
8: So in the Global Governance uh, World Economic Forum, they did say that they were going to cut the power uh, this year. They didn't say when that was going to be, but they did specifically say 2020. So we can expect that sometime this year. And of course, if the power goes, then that means the internet goes and so we need to enjoy this while we can. And of course, if the power goes, then that means the internet goes. And so we need to enjoy this while we can.
0: It was a normal day, Washed myself, brush my teeth. Had a fruit, had some juice, it was so petite. Two twos, I heard a virus was killing peeps. Did some research, not trying to be a sheep. Did a vid on 5G, it was kind of deep. Had a higher view count. Lasted a week, a week, but it got pulled, I guess to want the folks asleep. Look, I need that book. I mean, I want the book.
1: And you, but if you make me choose, I'll kill you. I'll take the book.
6: Why? Why do you want it?
7: I grew up with it. I know its power. If you read it, then so do you.
1: That's why they burned them all after the war. Just staying alive is an act of faith. Building this town is an even bigger act of faith, but they don't understand that. None of them. And I'd have had the right words to help them, but the book does.
3: These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer.
0: watching folks camera action before you go anywhere don't forget to click subscribe
3: hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba Casino.